Welcome to Spiritual Awakening Radio. My name is James Bean. Today, my essay titled, The Gospel of Thomas Was Not Composed by Gnostics. Some fragments from the lost Gospel of Thomas containing a few sayings attributed to Jesus were unearthed by the papyrologists Bernard Grenfell and Arthur Hunt. These sayings were part of an impressive cache of literature composed in Greek that was discovered at a site known as Oxyrhynchus, Egypt, back in the year 1897. They published a translation of this Jesus material in a book called The Sayings of Our Lord. Those verses of Christ not present in the New Testament Gospels were not in any way associated with anything Gnostic during those days. It wasn't until the entire Gospel of Thomas with all 114 sayings was found, along with many other texts in 1945 at Nag Hammadi, Egypt, did the word Gnostic get associated with this particular collection of the sayings of Yeshua. Since this book of Thomas was one of many included in this discovery, predominantly consisting of Valentinian and Sethian Gnostic scriptures, most came to view the Gospel of Thomas as being Gnostic too. Of course, there are many examples of non-Gnostic writings, part of the same Nag Hammadi library discovery, such as the book of the Sentences of Sextus the Pythagorean, also the Proto-Orthodox teachings of Silvanus, some Hermetic material, and even a section of Plato's Republic. Nevertheless, a kind of guilt by association in the minds of some have led to this perception of the Gospel of Thomas, a collection of the sayings of Jesus, as somehow being the composition of some later Gnostic author or sect. The Gospel of Thomas was not a Gnostic text in my view, not the creation of a Valentinian or Manichaean author in other words. No doubt some Gnostic groups such as the Valentinians and the Sethians perhaps liked it. They were also fans of the Gospel of John, a book not usually labeled as Gnostic by most people. The compiler of the Gospel of Thomas was one of the few who had access to the Q source material, a collection of sayings of Jesus evidently used by some of the early composers of Gospels. The author of the Gospel of Luke, for instance, said, many, quote-unquote, had already written Gospels before he decided to also write his. Quote, now many have undertaken to organize an account of the events fulfilled among us, just as they were handed down to us from the start by the eyewitnesses and reporters of the word. That's Gospel of Luke, chapter 1, verses 1 and 2, using the Tree of Life translation. There seems to also be some overlap between the book of Thomas and another very early text known as the Gospel of the Hebrews, 
with some shared sayings, in fact. Quote, As also it stands written in the Gospel of the Hebrews, He that marvels shall reign, and he that has reigned shall rest. A quote to be found in the writings of Clement of Alexandria, the early church father. There's a longer version of that saying as well in the writings of Clement. That's more in line with the Greek Gospel of Thomas fragments found by Grenfell and Hunt at Oxyrhynchus. It goes like this. He that seeks will not rest until he finds, and he that has found shall marvel, and he that has marveled shall reign, and he that has reigned shall rest. See saying too of the Gospel of Thomas. Some of those Thomas sayings of Jesus also apparently got included in the original Tatian's Gospel Harmony, also known as the Diatessaron. What we think of as Thomasonian sayings of Jesus, sayings of Jesus unique to the Gospel of Thomas tradition, also turn up in many other interesting places were known by many, which I find to be utterly fascinating as it shows that the sayings preserved in Thomas have a very real, complicated, and authentic history behind them, were quoted far and wide in antiquity. Saying 52 of the Gospel of Thomas is found in the writings of St. Augustine, quote, But when the apostles asked, what should be thought about the prophets of the Jews who were thought to have sung something in the past about his coming. He was disturbed that they should still think such things and replied, You have abandoned the living one who is before you and are talking about the dead. Against the adversary of the law and the prophets. 2.4.14 From the writings of St. Augustine, where you'll find saying 52 of the Gospel of Thomas or something very much like it being quoted. The early church father Origen of Alexandria quoted saying 82 of the Gospel of Thomas or something identical to it. He who is near me is near the fire, and he who is far from me is far from the kingdom. Saying 113 of the Gospel of Thomas, or something very much like it, turns up in the writings of St. Macarius of Syria. As the Lord has said, the kingdom of God is spread out on the earth, and people do not see it. Macarius quoted other Thomas Jesus verses as well. There's a lot of overlap between the Gospel of Thomas and those Syriac saints and mystics. There are indeed many parallel sayings, Thomasonian Jesus sayings, that turn up in the contemplative mystical tradition of Christianity in the Syriac East. I agree with those who have the view that the Gospel of Thomas was composed just north of Israel in Syria, was one of several books attributed to the Apostle Thomas, 
and that the true home of the Gospel of Thomas and these other books of Thomas is in this Mesopotamian, Syriac, Aramaic tradition of the Church of the East, characterized by the scholar Bentley Layton as the School of St. Thomas. Layton also observes, and this is a passage found in his book, The Gnostic Scriptures, Since there is nothing especially sectarian about the Thomas Scripture, it must have been a part of the normal canon of Scripture read by Mesopotamian Christians in the 2nd and early 3rd centuries. It would have been read along with works such as the Odes of Solomon and Tatian's Harmony, the Diatessaron, unquote. There are many more such examples of sayings of Jesus associated with the Gospel of Thomas that are to be found in many early Christian writings, New Testament Apocrypha, the Ebionite Clementine literature, the Heliand or the Saxon Gospel, which seems to have been influenced by an early unredacted Tatian's Gospel Harmony, also writings of early church fathers. There is a great book with a handy collection of many of these parallels in other texts, Thomas Other Text Parallels, called Extra Canonical Sayings of Jesus by William D. Stroker. A wonderful book, a very useful book to have. To see where Thomasonian, Gospel of Thomas-like sayings attributed to Jesus turn up in antiquity. The Gospel of Thomas was liked and quoted by Gnostics, yes, but is not necessarily a book composed by Gnostics, at least not just because a copy of it happened to be included in the Nag Hammadi library. For a great book discussing how the teachings present in the Gospel of Thomas fit into the world of Kabbalah, or Jewish mysticism, and Christian mysticism, see the book The Gospel of Thomas in the Light of Early Jewish, Christian, and Islamic Esoteric Trajectories by Samuel Zinner. That is one of the best books on the Gospel of Thomas I've ever encountered. It is a wonderful book. While I'm here, what about some other adjacent texts? There are some parallels between the Gospel of Thomas and other very early apocryphal New Testament writings. What about those? Are those Gnostic Gospels, or are they not Gnostic Gospels? Dialogue of the Savior has some shared sayings with the Gospel of Thomas, some variants. Also, the Gospel of Mary. You know, sometimes I think that saying 114 of the Gospel of Thomas, which is about inviting Mary Magdalene into the inner circle of disciples, I I almost think that someone in the ancient world intended for the reader to, after finishing the Gospel of Thomas, to then move on and read the Gospel of Mary. I just have that intuition. And saying 114 of the Gospel of Thomas is a great segue from Jesus to Mary Magdalene. It's just a theory, a hunch on my part. No proof, 
No evidence, just my hunch. I don't believe the Gospel of Mary Magdalene is a Gnostic Gospel as such either. Gospel of Thomas, Dialogue of the Savior, Gospel of Mary Magdalene, Gospel of the Savior, and a couple of other very early Gospels, I believe are not Gnostic either. They may have been studied by Gnostics eventually, but they, in my view, represent early Christian writings greatly influenced by the Jewish wisdom tradition as well as Platonism. And they would have been read by Christians in the early 2nd century and were really interesting people. Cool folks. I wish we could learn more about them. Those people in early Christianity in the Jesus movement that studied the Gospel of Thomas, Dialogue of the Savior, the Gospel of Mary Magdalene, the Gospel of the Savior, and a couple of other texts, very much like it, very early, very primitive texts that really don't display any of the complex demiurgical characteristics of later Gnostic writings, but seem more like early Christian writings influenced by the wisdom tradition of Judaism with some Platonic influence too. I wish we could know more about those folks, who they were, All of those writings I just mentioned seem to have a lot in common, seem to be very similar, and are really very intriguing and early, and I wish we could know more about the particular branch of the Jesus movement they were once associated with, and I wish we could learn more about their spiritual practice as well. The Gospel of Thomas was not composed by Gnostics, in my view but is an early Christian gospel related to Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Q, the gospel of the Hebrews, and to some extent, dialogue of the Savior, gospel of Mary Magdalene, gospel of the Savior, and some others. You'll find the ones I just mentioned translated into contemporary English in a wonderful book called The Complete Gospels, edited by Robert J. Miller, in case you'd like to check out these various early Christian writings. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, What Survives of the Gospel of the Hebrews, Gospel of the Ebionites, Greek Thomas, Coptic Thomas, Dialogue of the Savior, Gospel of Mary Magdalene, Gospel of the Savior, some other stray, orphan, unknown sections, lost chapters from unknown Gospels, a few stray verses here and there from unknown texts of Oxyrhynchus and other early discoveries, all brought together in a book called The Complete Gospels, edited by Robert J. Miller. The Gospel of Thomas was not composed by Gnostics. My essay today on Spiritual Awakening Radio. My name is James Bean. Thanks for joining me.